This is it. Don't get scared now. Josh and Eddie are back with another holiday episode of the B2DB show. Josh's hat is going wild. And this time, this time, we're talking about Home Alone. Oh, yeah, man. The Wet Bandits are back at it again. Get your micro machines ready. Spread out some ornaments because the Wet Bandits are hot on the prowl, right? Yeah. It's Christmas time. You jerk. It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve, you filthy animal. And we just got done watching Home Alone. One of my all-time favorites, Josh. It had been a long time since you watched this movie. A lot right? of years, man. A lot of years. What you think? Oh, the older I am, the movie is more emotional than I remember it. That's crazy. Yeah, it almost got me there at the end. I almost started tearing the up. The end with the with the neighbor and the family. And, yeah, Kevin. <laughs> we can't wait to jump into this episode. But before we do, Josh, tell them what's in store this Christmas. Ah, our website, backtothebasics.com. If you can, give us a follow. If you like this little journey we're on, or if you like my hat, you know, follow us over on YouTube, Facebook. Where, where can we get one of those hats? <laughs> Christmas Town. Christmas Town, the one, the only. But before uh, we jump into the episode, we would just want to tell everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all those types of things, whatever you celebrate here at the dojo. We're ready for Christmas. Here we are on Christmas Eve, man. Yeah. Are we home alone? Technically, I guess not. <laughs> but um, we should be, though, right? No. <laughs> Isn't that kind of strange? A Christmas movie titled home alone it's weird yeah because when you think about christmas is families togetherness and this movie i I guess i guess it predicted 2020 christmas whoa home alone far (laughs) out uh yeah so home alone man uh one of my top favorite all-time favorite christmas movies next to santa claus with tim allen you would you would think that movie is one of your top Oh, Santa both Claus? of those, yeah, both of those. It's like it's like a tie for first, man. It's hard, uh, but this movie definitely relates to kids during Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, growing up in the '90s, it was damn near the exact same age as Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Well, at least you know, like relatively, you're a young yeah, little boy. He's about. a young little boy, so you relate to him. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got that's me in the in the I'm shoes. Home Alone. I'm Kevin McAllister. <laughs> Kevin! Yeah. <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> this movie is classic from the get-go because of the John Williams score. The music. The music of this movie just captures the spirit of Christmas. And I love the way, and that's what I was telling you when we were watching this, is I love the way that he uses classic Christmas music in the score of the film to like highlight key points of the of the story, right? the emotion it just goes that's it. happening, yeah, the tension, and it's it, the craziness. Like, like I mentioned, when they're in the uh, airport and they're running through because they're late, and it's just run, run, Rudolph, Santa's got to make it a town. Thanks for the copyright, Eddie. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just running through the airport, man, and it just captures like that rush. That it just keeps it moving. And 
the best movies do that. And I'll say it again a million times over. The best movies know how to take a score. And like it, it's just like you're writing to music, you know? And yeah. everything just goes together and it just fits perfectly. Of course. And John Williams. The best. One of the best. Yeah, he. It, it's... Star Wars himself. Man, if you just see the name John Williams, you already know. You know it's going to be good. It, Star Wars, Superman, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. John the Williams. Music, the music is very good in this movie. And yeah, it captures the, the, the frantic, stressful... You know, they're like, they're just running through airports the whole movie. <laughs> At least twice. Yeah, twice. But yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That whole family, man, it gives me an, it gives me anxiety. Anxiety, right? There's like six, seven, eight, nine kids, and they're just all everywhere. And you see uh, Joe Pesci, the cop, in the house like, oh, do you live here? Do you live here? Nope. My parents are, my, was, my parents are in Paris. What was that? So this dude, obviously a career criminal, dresses like a cop, walks into this big-ass house in Chicago. Unannounced. Starts talking to kids. And when the adults do walk by, they don't even question that a cop is in the house. Because he's a cop, right? So you don't question it. That's just weird. Was that like a 90s thing as, a, as an adult? <laughs> a lot you of trust. Qu- you didn't question strangers <laughs> standing in your house with your kids? A lot of trust in the 90s. Even though That's you weird. had the classic saying, right? Like, don't trust strangers. Because even in the movie. Yeah, Kevin even says it. I can't talk to you because you're a stranger. <laughs> you can't talk to the, the yeah. checkout lady. Yeah, she's like grilling him. Yeah, well, because she realizes like. Where's your mom? This little kid is alone. This yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's weird. This should not be happening. He even pulls out a coupon for the orange <laughs> juice. He sounds like an adult at that point, right? It's like he's having to... He basically had to be his own adult. He said, well, I'm all by myself. So I got to take it. I got to go get... He even go get laundry detergent. Yeah. Softener or whatever. Well, he starts fending for himself, right? Yeah. And that was one thing that I wanted to talk about is just like he is literally alone and most kids eight years old would probably freak out, right? And I think in the movie at he the does. beginning, he kind of, he's like, I'm alone? Like what? And then he starts remembering. I'm not afraid. <laughs> he starts remembering his family and how they're just constantly on him and like, you're a jerk, Kevin. Look what you did. Yeah. You're like, you're a disease, a Kevin. Disease. <laughs> The things that they call this eight-year-old, it's like, well, no wonder he was like. Anytime someone in this movie like calls somebody a name, it's, it's classic. It's, a, it's like, bro, this is in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, big horse's ass, dude. <laughs> Kevin tells uh, the two criminals, yeah, that, the yeah. wet bandits, yeah, the wet bandits. Oh yeah, that's our calling card. <laughs> they literally flood the house. Oh, well, it's it's Marv. Marv's the, the psychopath. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to leave this water on on this house that we just robbed blind, and that's going to be our calling card. Yeah. So the police know which houses we've done. Marv takes them. <laughs> so what was up with that? I almost wanted to do it just for the show. Oh. His facial hair. Dude, you so should have. You should just. I was like, this is going to razor right now. 2077, yeah. cyberpunk. He's got this weird facial hair. He had like the rock sideburns, bro. Like yeah. way down here. Yeah. That was weird. It was cool. <laughs> Looked like he belonged in like the Ninja Turtles. Like you would see him like yeah. in the streets of New York, you know? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And it's funny. 
They go to New York in part two. There you go. Yeah. It's all connected. Home Alone <laughs> is in the Ninja Turtle theory. theory universe. Just got dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this movie is just so classic, so epic in so many ways. Uh, just the the classic nods to Christmas and the Christmas culture, and that was one thing that I told you uh, that they specifically did for this movie in like the concept and production design. They said we're gonna put red and green just everywhere yeah. through the whole movie. I've never um, I've never you you told me that right before we started watching. Yeah, it. like as it was starting, and so it was just like boom, that filters on now in my mind. <laughs> So as a kid, I always watch this movie, and obviously you have that Christmas vibe. But I'm just unconsciously like watching it, and I can see I don't look at like all the lights stuff. and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. But once you said that, Red damn near ninety five percent of the shots in this movie. Everything is red and green. Every shot, man, down to the napkins on the counters the or the curtains. Pizzeria. Yeah, yeah. He was. It was like it was an, an Italian, Italian flag. Yeah. So, so it was you red, white, red. and green. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. What? <laughs> They're Italians, man. They love some cheese pizza. Mario is Japanese. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, dude, the the red and the green everywhere was was pretty cool. Yeah, it was kind of like watching it for like the first time again. It's just when they do <clears throat> stuff like that, and you find out that that kind of thought went into the movie and the making. It just it creates this world and. It, dives deep into it like even when he's in the uh the convenience store and he's buying a toothbrush which is we still don't know if it's approved by the national dental association <laughs> <laughs> what was that by the way it was him trying to be an adult i guess so yeah. he was like is this approved because he wants like the best of the best toothbrush i don't know um but all throughout the store it's like christmas bags everywhere and it, it just creates that feeling of christmas everybody's wearing scarves and Kevin has his beanie on and he goes out into the world, into the city by himself, like three or four different times. I, I don't, I don't remember that. I always kid. equated that to part two. Like he's always out in the city and stuff like that. But yeah, I was surprised on how many times he left the house. Yeah. What was the first thing he ran back to though? Which oh, was interesting. Yeah. We were talking about yeah. his parents' bed. Psychological man. Yeah. He's all by himself. He didn't want his family. He, he, dude, the way he spoke to his mom, called her a dummy, <laughs> bro. <laughs> that's like dummy. on some Bart Simpson in the nineties, like. And that's what it like was. Radicalism. Man. Yeah, you got kids talking back to their parents. Dummy. That, I would never say that. Uh, uh, uh-uh. you can't say those things and as she, a child. And she told him she was like, "Say it again, you know, and maybe it'll happen." Say you don't want a family. Now watch what happens. And what happened? Some like supernatural force came. Storm came. Yeah, some. I don't know. It looked. It looked weird to me. I don't know if it was a storm. It was some. It was some creepy vibes. You had the Santa Claus like door hanger banging against the thing, and the the power goes out, and that's what sets up the whole premise of the movie. As their power goes out and their alarm clocks don't go off, so they start rushing through everything, rushing to get to the airport, and they forget Kevin at home. They forget him. <laughs> he wakes up and he's got bed head. It was just, it, it was so funny because that's the first thing he asks, right? He goes, Mom? Yeah. Yeah. He goes down, turns on the TV. 
Just like looking around like, this is ain't right. This ain't right. He's like, where is everybody? Yeah. But Home Alone was definitely one of those movies where, as far as a boy, right? Like, you want to survive. <laughs> you want to you want to fight off the enemies. And what is your palace? What is your fort? Is your house, right? Yep. And so it was almost, you know, you get to play army. He gets his big brother's like little BB gun. Mm-hmm. And that I think that is always a fantasy of a young boy, right? Yeah. Having this grand adventure of survival and you're you're protecting your home. And Home Alone hit it out of the fucking park. And on top of that, you it's a Christmas movie. It's so you have great. like the magic of Christmas, and then you have that like fantasy mm-hmm. of 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 being, you know, you're the man an, of the house. An That's operative. what he says. Yeah, like like an army man. Yeah, like you got to fend off the enemies. And you know, I, I just think Home Alone just hundred percent like knocked that out the park. Yeah, it hits it on every level and he even says he's like, This is my house. I have to defend it. And I yeah. laugh. I laugh at that every time. I'm like, okay, this little eight year old. He even goes from watching a movie, uh the filthy angels or whatever, watching that movie. He's afraid of it at first. And he sees the guy die. And he's just shooting him. I don't remember him shooting him that much. <laughs> like he's just shooting him while he's already dead on the ground. And he puts his hand over his like, and he's still trying to watch. He has and he's his... going, Mom! yeah, because he's seen someone die. Mm-hmm. He's all, I'm watching garbage. You gonna come and stop me, <laughs> Buzz? Your girlfriend? Woof! What was that? Playboy was he's in all, the movie. All these people have or don't have enough clothes on. <laughs> Disgusting or something like that. I was like, what? He's seeing naked people. Seeing people die all alone, and yeah, he he's lets... being exposed to the outside world that his parents were obviously Protective protecting of. him from. Yeah. yeah, and since no one's here, he's watching like... movies he's not supposed to watch, eating food he's not supposed Bunch to, of ice cream and marshmallow. marshmallows and chocolate syrup and pizza, cheese pizza, cheese pizza. He orders a cheese pizza. Just, just remember, for anytime you eat cheese pizza, you cannot think. Of Kevin McAllister, Home oh, yeah. Alone. And that was all I used to eat as a kid, was just cheese pizza. Really? Dude. Yeah, and then yeah. upgraded pepperoni. Changed upgraded, my life. by the way. Changed my life. <laughs> You're like, I grew up on Home Alone, then I started watching Michelangelo oh, and Ninja yeah, Turtles. Oh, yeah, man. Pepperoni, no pizza anchovies. Power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that's the, uh, the other classic scene is when the pizza delivery dude comes to the back porch and he plays that film again. And he plays it twice. Mm-hmm. And he scares the pizza delivery mm-hmm. dude and he goes running. And it's so funny because they even carry that over to part two. He uses like part two to that movie when he's in the hotel room. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. just the classic tropes again and again. And Kevin. And I think one a lot of people think that movie's real. But they filmed it. I always thought it was. Like it was an actual old flick he was watching. Yeah, but I no. always thought it was a real movie. They filmed it for the movie. That's nutty. Yeah, <laughs> you filthy animal. Uh, classic the line. Belly full of lead. Yeah, that dude is crazy. Yeah. One, two, ten. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even give him time. <laughs> One, two, ten. He just starts blasting him. Crazy. And it's it's epic, man. Uh, but I did want to talk about Kevin's uh, connection to his mom. Okay. And that's big as a kid, right? You mm-hmm. have your connection to your mother. It's like, you, you, I mean, obviously you're born from your mother. There's just some unspeakable bond yeah. that a child 
has to his mother mm -hmm. or her mother. And uh, you see that depicted in this film mm -hmm. when Kevin lets out that scream after watching the dead body. He's like, Mom! And instantly it cuts to her in the uh, in the plane. She wakes up. And she like wakes up. It wakes her up as if it just like rippled through the universe. And, and she heard it. I think one of my favorite scenes on part two is she's looking out at the moon and like in another yeah somewhere else and he's looking up at the moon at the same, at at the the same, same time. time and so you have that same so type of good. connection over distance whoever made this film kudos <laughs> to you <laughs> uh, john hughes um harry potter guy right i i think he even did gremlins dude gremlins i guess there's a new one new gremlins you excited for that that's news to me what about dude. a new home alone <laughs> on disney plus they better get Kevin McAllister back. Uh, that's all I got to say is that if Macaulay Culkin's out there. Macaulay Culkin should play like the father. He should, yeah, he should be Kevin McAllister and his kid is home yeah. alone. If y'all looking you, to make it. You see the meme of like the dark home alone where Kevin McAllister has it's to survive so purge. Purge it's so night. Good. Uh, the the commercial when he's in the cab, right? And he has like the psychological like things that messed him up when he was home alone. And he's talking. Have you seen that? He's in a cab and he's talking to the cab driver and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I've seen that. My parents left me home alone when I was like eight and it scarred me forever. And that was he's like, just like that was like when my, um, Macaulay Culkin started coming back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that video. I was like, it's canon. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin McAllister's older. Another thing that I know I just told you about, I just want to bring up real quick because we're talking about Christmas and Home Alone. And Macaulay Culkin was actually on the Angry Video Game Nerd. Oh, and so good. We're going to have to watch it. Yeah. I have to show you it. It's great. You told me about it and I was like, that's a thing? Like, yeah. what? AVGN got Macaulay Culkin to play the pizza guy and forces him inside and is like, play your shitty Home Alone games. <laughs> and so it's just Macaulay Culkin playing the super and stuff like that. Playing Home Alone games. It's classic. And if you're a fan of Home Alone and Macaulay Culkin, you haven't seen that. You want I some not. funny Christmas, like, yeah, a sequel, have... sequel of Home oh, Alone, yeah. right? Because it's him. He's acknowledging. He's the pizza dude. He's acknowledging that it's like. He did that movie, right? That's cool. And it's like in this universe. It's That's pretty cool. cool. I love man. the way they shoot it. I love AVGN. And, but um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. That's cool. Yeah. I, I definitely have to watch that. So maybe that'll be our like next little thing before we do part two. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the the connection to his mom. That, mm -hmm. That's one thing. It, circle back to that. Yeah. That it was just always. Um, it was something that I didn't really notice when I was a kid. Obviously, his mom cared about him. But as I got older and realized, like, oh, like, this is a thing going on in this universe where she can literally feel like her child needs her. Yeah. Or, or yeah, her child needs her. Yeah. 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 And so um, that's when she realizes that she forgot her son at home. And she goes on a mission. Yeah. Like, travels the country to get back to her kid. Yeah. And that is the love of a mother, dude. Because even yeah. the dad's like, yo, like, let's go home. Everyone's tired. We'll wait. You know, it's just a couple of days. He's going to be fine. But the mom is like, no, I need Calling to go tonight. Yeah. Her and her daughters rip the phone out of some pedestrian's hands. She like, get gets crazy with everyone she comes into contact with. 
because she's like, I'm going home to my son. She said she'd been awake for 60 hours. Awake. Just no sleep. Nothing. Just travel. Can't fall asleep. You're worried. You got to get home to your son. Yeah. And she, she, she goes on a mission and she comes across John Candy and his polka band. Polka, Gus. polka. <laughs> Kiss me, polka. <laughs> These are songs. <laughs> She's just like, what do you want? Yeah, it was like him before he got his bobsled team or something. I, I think don't know, so. Dude. Yeah, I think yeah. that's confirmed. He was a polka band. Yeah, nerd. yeah. He helped <laughs> save Cal- Kevin McAllister. Oh yeah, hey, it's canon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's definitely a cool vibe. And like we had said, I think in the intro, how as a as a kid, like you see it Christmassy, you see yourself as Kevin, or at least in my perspective. And you get to go on that fantasy of doing all this stuff, and yeah. it becomes a little too real at times. Like he, like he gets caught by the wet bandits. We haven't even talked about them no, yet. Oh yeah. But um, as I got older, obviously the way you perceive things is different. So, like this, I was like, man, this family's like, the, is a big family, and I love the intro of this movie. How everyone's just so like panicked and busy and so running crazy. around, and then everyone stops to eat. Yeah. You know, you and have they're that eating pizza. They're eating pizza, yeah. Um hundred and twenty two fifty, by the way. But at the end of this movie, you know, he the 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 old crazy murderer that shovels snow. Oh yeah. The neighbor, right? Ghost stories at Christmas, man. It's a thing. I guess it's a thing in Chicago. <laughs> um but uh damn, it hit me different this watch. It was it was a little emotional. <sighs> at the end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With him and his kid and his granddaughter. Well, and then it was right off the cuff of um, him and his mom coming together. Of uh, Kevin and, and his mom. And then they're just like, oh. And then all of a sudden the family's there. And Kevin's just looking out the window like, and then he sees the neighbor. Oh, dude, when we were watching it, I, it, it got me a little bit. And I was just like, oh, I had to turn away a little bit. Because yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh. The feels are real. Yeah, man. And when a movie can do that and make you feel that, make you feel for these characters, these fictional characters, and it's really powerful stuff. And it's completed with the music and the score behind it and the moments and Kevin's just waving out the window. Yeah. And he sees, like, he helped that guy get back in touch with his family. At the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good. Basically saying that, basically for years, um, this man and his son basically had some disagreement and stopped speaking with each other, but he was there watching his granddaughter sing, and at the same time, Kevin, as a child, was going through the same thing. The same He basically said, I don't need my family. I don't ever want to see you again. Yeah! He got his wish, and then he's sitting there in church like... And we tell the whole Santa Claus. He says, you know, Santa, this year I don't want presents. Dude. I want my family. And he names all his siblings. And he was like, just (laughs) let Santa know. I know you're not the real one, but you do work for him. He works for him. That's (laughs) Um, that's how it works. And you had said what? Self-sacrifice. Not self-sacrifice. Oh, the selfless act. Selfless act. Yeah, that's the classic, like character story arc where you know you come to the end of the film and the character the hero of the story creates a self like he does a selfless act yeah and it's not about him anymore 
At the beginning of the movie, it's all Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. All Kevin, Like, Kevin, my cheese Kevin. pizza, you guys are jerks. Like, yeah. you guys are always dumping on me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the movie, he's grown up so much just in that little time that he's like, I don't even want presents. Yeah. I just want to see my family again. Yeah. And even Uncle Frank. <laughs> Jeez, Uncle Frank. I hope I am never that guy. Oh, man. Jeez. You but, um, jerk. That scene where he's walking by down the uh, down the road and he sees his neighbor's family all getting together. Yeah. It's a beautiful scene. It's that classic Christmas American yeah. family, like that you always see everyone's there they've got a baby get ornaments on the tree yeah like something you'd see kind of he's watching them through the window national lampoons but they're like the degenerate family (laughs) (laughs) that movie is something else too um but yeah he's just and that's when he starts to realize like i want i had that i neglected that family and now i'm home alone yeah and you asked me you're like why doesn't he just go in and like tell them like yo i'm home alone i need help and i was like but then well, it wouldn't be a movie well right? yeah but then <laughs> I, I told you i was like well what he's thinking he's caught up in that what you said is man i want that yeah i had a family i didn't appreciate it and now they're gone i lost it oh, it's, it's sad <laughs> it, yeah. As a kid, I didn't, you know, I'm only looking out for the scenes with the wet bandits and ha-ha, you The know, action of the, the movie, yeah. right? The rifle. The whole mousetrap concept. Comes back to a Christmas story. I loved mousetrap as a kid. Out. Mousetrap? Yeah, the board game. <laughs> that's what Home Alone kind of reminds me of, right? Oh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of oddity ways to mm-hmm. trap people and, you know, stuff like that. So good. So. And yeah, he, he comes to, uh, you know, the, the final night. I think it's Christmas Eve. And he sets up his whole house, and he's like, "Wet bandits are in for it. It's nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. I have to defend it." And he sets up his whole house with tar and ornaments and micro machines. Yeah, so good. It's really good. And he's got to fight off these two degenerate criminals. Tarantula. <laughs> the tarantula. Oh throughout god, the whole movie. freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, I had a. I was really terrified of spiders as a kid. Harry and Marv. Harry and Marv. I like Harry. Or no, the the tall dude. Marv. 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 Okay. It's okay. Sandy Claus and his little elf. <laughs> He's all, why do you look like, or why are you dressed like a chicken? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. He's man. all, what are your shoes doing off? He's like, what are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> And Kevin just takes them on that ride, and yeah. he's around every corner. Kevin's got a plan. Mm-hmm. And he takes them through the house, through the tree house. Mm-hmm. Outside into the neighbor's house. <laughs> into the neighbor's house, and that's when they catch up with him. And they, Who saved the day? They outsmart him. And the shovel, the, the neighbor with the shovel, Bam. boom, right over the head. So good. He was about to bite. His little Get fingers his off. His fingers off. Psycho. Yeah. Harry's the real psycho, and you'll see more in part two. Yeah. He's a psychopath. Uh, but and and I told you the one thing Marv says in the whole thing that is actually smart. He's like, "Wait, you want to go back to the house even with the kid there? Like, are you sure? Yeah. Even Marv is against it. And he's Dude. like, no." He gets nutty. He just kicks down the side door. Remember, he's like, I'm going to get you. Yeah, Harry. Harry is a psychopath. Little Joe Pesci. Tiny little Joe Pesci. Pesci. Yeah. (laughs) Little gold tooth. Yeah. I lost my gold tooth. I'll kill that kid. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's a psychopath. Yeah. And Kevin deals with them in such a way, and it's so good the way he, you know, tackles these two adults trying to invade his house, man. Yeah. It's burglary time at the holidays. It's uh it's a real thing, man. I guess so, especially in Chicago. <sighs> How did they afford that big of a house in Chicago? What do the parents do that they can Who afford that? Who affords $125 pizza deliveries <laughs> and tips them? Uh, yeah, he said, thanks for the tip. Bro, I was like, look at their bathroom tile is oh, all marble. Yeah, bro, they're rich, they're man. rich, rich. Yeah. Obviously, that's why they're trying to break into their Going house. Going on trips to Paris and Kevin's makes macaroni... A microwave, <laughs> talking like a dollar mill, a microwave macaroni and cheese, and he's has gold utensils. Gold utensils, yeah. And thanks, and thanks to the people who sold it on sale. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. From, Beautiful movie. It's so and you know what that how cool that is, is to be able to watch a movie and enjoy it for a specific reason as a child. And then and over twenty something years later. You experience it and enjoy it for a whole nother reason. Movies that stand yeah. the test of time, my friends. That's yeah. what it's about. And it's Christmas Eve. So till next time, friends. You filthy animals. So as we unwrap, metaphorically speaking, this discussion of a home alone, I think we can come to the conclusion that Christmas time isn't about the presents under the tree it's about the family i love presents under the tree but yeah it's definitely about family this is a great family holiday episode to watch on christmas eve so i'm glad we did yeah man it's a good christmas eve move got me ready for tomorrow uh all i gotta do is uh you know open my one present before santa gets here because there's gonna be more underneath the tree in the morning um, we gotta go bake some cookies oh man some edible cookies put out Santa. the milk and cookies uh make sure you eat that large cheese pizza just for you was that a thing cheese pizza cheese pizza man on christmas eve at least there's no anchovies on it if there's anchovies i ain't eating it <laughs> it's been a fun episode uh, definitely we got those christmas vibes in the dojo and we are excited to can't see what Santa brings us in the morning. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for tomorrow morning. So till then, have a great night. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I look ridiculous in From this From B2DB. See you tomorrow morning.